Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. All right, everybody, welcome to the Confessional Podcast. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined, as always, by producer Jimmy, the wild boy, Seleski. Wild boy. I'm glad you went with that today. I was uh, was told yesterday at my family's 4th of July cookout that I need a haircut. Oh, yeah? Look really? a little wild. Yeah. My grandmother, my grandfather is a barber. Mm-hmm. My grandmother is a hairdresser. I could see that. My grandmother goes, you need a haircut like yesterday. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, all right. Not that yeah, long. Yeah. That's like long for the 50s. That's like Elvis <laughs> Presley long. I just like that my, my grandmother used like a sassy high school girl. Like, hey, you need a haircut like yesterday. Uh, like, ew. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Get that haircut. As if. <laughs> Shut up with that haircut. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jimmy, there's another voice in the background here. You there know who is. that is? My grandmother. Nope, no. your grandmother is not here. Unfortunately. But our good friend Ashley is here. Say hi to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Welcome back. Yeah. Artist Ashley. Is that a dream catcher around your neck? No. It looks sure? like it looks like a dream catcher. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. You know, I guess it could be. That's cool. Thank well, you. what is it yeah. then? It's a necklace. Yeah, but I, it's it's dream catcher design on the I, Well, I got this necklace in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, at this little boutique. and um, Home of the band Poison. Mm-hmm. Really? And, yeah, that's where they're from originally. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah really? it's kind of a weird yep. a weird place, if, if you've ever well, does, been there. It, like, doesn't, like, literally no people live there? Yeah, and they're, it's like a bankrupt city. It's... Uh, no people live there? Yeah, literally, it's all business. It's all government. It's like me. It's all business all the time. <laughs> so the band Poison live there and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they and apparently, business. <laughs> yeah, you, you can get really nice, beautiful apartments there for nothing because I thought the you, census is low. Look, from what I understood, literally zero people live in actual Harrisburg, but they live in the suburbs. I mean, there are people that live there. I've seen it firsthand, but it's very few. Are you sure they were living there? Well, that's a, great que- that's a great question. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, I don't know. Right. Have you actually seen a bed in... <laughs> I have. I'm not going to go there, but I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have. No. Um, but anyway, yeah, that is where I got this necklace from. And um, yeah. So. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about your art before we get into our topic du uh, jour. My art. Well, I'm a painter. Um, I paint... Um, and and not like a not like a hitman. You, you actually paint. Yep. Is that a thing? Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, you did. The Irishman. I heard you <gasps> paint houses. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Um. No. So I do abstract art with acrylic paint mm-hmm. is my medium. That's what I like to do. It's and very so, nice. Thank you. And um, I've always painted, and I never thought. First of all. I'm like, no one's going to want to look at my work. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. Mm-hmm. 
And then I, I stopped painting for a long time. You were like, this is like the confessional podcast of paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> and so long story short, and this is where the story stays long. <laughs> sure. <laughs> is that... It's all relative. Yeah. I, I started painting again. Um, I got sick and it was an outlet for me. And then I, then when COVID hit, mm-hmm. I really started deciding, you know what? I'm in, I'm cooped up in the house anyway. No sure. one's gonna see me. So if I get brave enough to roll the dice and mm-hmm. post my art on social media, mm-hmm. it was a step towards kind of stepping away from the fear of judgment. Sure. And then people started buying it. Nice. And I was like, what? That's so cool. I was like, you sure you wanna? <laughs> You're like talking them out of I it. I felt like, bad. Eh. I was like, I don't know. But no, so that's it's a little yeah. expensive, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's just what I do. It's uh you that's know, awesome. it's abstract. Yeah, so it's good stuff. People are like, Will you will you paint me? No, I can't. I'm not I don't have that talent. Paint it's me not like my one thing. of your French girls. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> like I'm Jack Dawson or something. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> so yeah, but it's uh it's fun. It's a healthy outlet. I love doing it, Good. and I'm really thankful to everybody who has supported it, whether they sure. share a post, comment, you know, encourage me, or even buy it. Right, so, right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, now, Ashley, today we are discussing this very hot topic right now. Yeah. Britney Spears and her conservatorship. Conservatorship. Yeah. Can, can you give us a brief rundown of, of that whole thing? Can you give us the, the abridged version of, of this entire story? Well, I'm going to try. Um, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a paralegal, but that doesn't mean that I'm an expert on this type of topic. That's I also right. have not been following it. Like I have what my best friend's been following, like the play by play. Right. So what I okay, so what I gather is that what I have learned is that via Instagram, I believe, mm. or social media, um, Brittany was acting a little bizarre and people um was this when she when she started like with the shaving the head and the attacking people with no, golf clubs? No, that happened like years ago. Making out with Madonna. That happened years ago. Okay. But this was recently. I think it maybe was during COVID or maybe before a little after. I don't know. And she was acting weird. She looked like she was doing stuff that she didn't want to do. She looked exhausted or tired or mm-hmm. sick or something. Mm-hmm. People were worried about her. Yeah. And so they started, you know, one of the things that they did was say, hey, you know, if you need help put on a yellow shirt and oh she put yeah, on a yellow yeah, shirt. yeah and then so it's like called the free britney movement i believe is the name sure. of it hashtag free britney basically the state of california found her um unfit to mm-hmm. make her own decisions with her own money and her mental health right so she's under a conservatorship and it's basically i guess she didn't have a power of attorney before um, and she has her father running her um, financial decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I believe that he did run her medical decisions at one point, but I think in 2018 or 19, mm-hmm. that was switched to someone else. The name escapes me. Um, and so that's what I've gathered is that she she's 39 years old. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any autonomy on her financial decisions. Right. I believe that her like birth control she's getting married or not like all these freedoms wow. we have are you know they're court ordered that other people right. or parties are going to have to make those decisions and she is fighting back mm-hmm. 
And a lot of people are learning about this. They're, they're learning about her personal story. Maybe people are learning more about the law because it differs in California. Sure. It, it seems to have really touched a nerve with people. Yeah. And it's scary, right? Because we live in a country that we're, we want to be free. Sure. But this is about mental illness. And so that's my version of what's going on. If anybody's listening what, what, out there and has other information, let me know. Because, again, I'm not an expert. What What is she diagnosed with? You know, like. Right. So we know that she has bipolar disorder. Mm. I don't know if it's bipolar one, bipolar two. The classic um, bipolar or the sequel to bipolar. Yeah. There's all kinds of different. Bipolar 3D. Bipolar, <laughs> you know, in Technicolor, <laughs> you know, but bipolar she, two, electric boogaloo. We know she has it right. now. The rest, I mean, because of HIPAA, and if people don't know what that is, that's the law that protects your medical information. Mm-hmm. The courts obviously can see it, but as you know, the general public, uh, we're not privy to it. So sure. because of HIPAA, thankfully, and maybe not so thankfully now, because maybe there's people that would like to see. Does she really like what else does she have? But we know that she has that. Um, there's allegedly there's discussion that maybe there's some other diagnoses that she has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what they are because okay. I don't have the record. And, and she had a problem with addiction at one point, right? I believe she did. But I mean, again, you know, I think there's a difference between somebody struggle with substance abuse mm-hmm. versus the court deeming somebody an addict or an alcoholic who, I mean, you have that code that you can get diagnosed with, with like alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And there's like 20 different versions of it right. in the DSM-5 or something. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if she maybe struggled or if she has like a clear cut diagnosis of that. Right. Well, from what I've heard, um, also, she, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I keep forgetting stuff. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We'll move on. Okay. <laughs> We're going to play the, uh, the clip. And Mike has been diagnosed with <laughs> dementia. Good. That's a good thing to joke about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you might can need say a power bipolar two, electric boogaloo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Dementia. Wonder 13. what not liking ice cream would be diagnosed as. <laughs> uh, witchcraft. <laughs> Communism. What do we got there, Jimmy? I'm just pulling up some stuff, just we, making sure our levels are good. I was well, wondering. Do we want to listen to that recording? Well, you guys, the the recording that we were going to listen to was uh, having to do with her medication. You were saying beforehand that she she just came out with this twenty three. You said twenty four. I'm just here to set the record straight. It's yeah. twenty three minutes, uh, just in case the Britney Spears estate comes after us for defamation. Well, you know. <laughs> um, a uh, 23 minute long clip, which uh, Mike and I have not listened. Are you listened to this all the way through, though? I listened to most of it, yeah. And I found it really fascinating. So, this is her statement to the judge in the recent hearing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's what we would be listening to. And one of the things that I thought was really fascinating is that it is that she's discussing why she thinks it's unfair that she was evaluated um, by a psychiatrist and then we'll we'll hear the clip, the medicine that she was put on. And it's just, once you listen to it and then someone who's had some experience, Mm -hmm. it's it's an interesting, it's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to hone in on uh, two minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, Before I do begin the clip, I want to leave you guys with one major question. Would you rather Mm -hmm. listen to the clip with the cameras on us or... 
with the cameras on the YouTube video, which is just a picture of Britney Spears' face zooming in and out, like so. <laughs> Clearly, everyone wants to see me above Britney Spears. Yeah, obviously, we <laughs> need to I see Mike's face. zoom in frantically on one of our faces. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so this is in regards to the medication. Britney Spears. Take it away. Are following the guidelines in rehearsals. And he also said I wasn't taking my medication, which is so dumb because I've had the same lady every morning for the past eight years give me my same medication, and I'm nowhere near these stupid people. It made no sense at all. There was a week period where they they were nice to me, and they said, I don't want to do, and I told them I don't want to do the, um, they, wait, no. they, were, they were nice to me. They said, if I don't want to do the New Vegas show, I don't have to, because I was getting really nervous. I said, I can wait. It was like, they told me I could wait. It was like lifting literally 200 pounds off of me when they said I don't have to do the show anymore. Cause it was, I was really, really hard on myself and it was too much. Um, I couldn't take it anymore. So I remember telling my assistant, but you know what? I feel weird if I say no, I feel like they're gonna come back and be mean to me or punish me or something. Three days later after I said no to Vegas, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I haven't been taking my medication. All of this was a false. He, uh, he immediately the next day put me on lithium out of nowhere. He took me off my normal meds I've been on for five years. And lithium is a very, very strong um, and completely different medication compared to what I was used to. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much, if you stay on it longer than five months. But he put me on that and I felt drunk. I really couldn't even take up for myself. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad really about anything. I told them I was scared and I, my doctor had me on six different nurses with this new medication, come to my home, stay with me, to monitor me on this new medication, which I never wanted to be on to begin with. There were six different nurse, nurses in my homes and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere. For, for a month. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad only he acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas holidays before they sent me away when my kids went to home to Louisiana. He was the one who approved all of it. My whole family did nothing. Over the two week holiday, a lady came into my home for four hours a day, sat me down and did a psych test on me. It took forever but i was i was told i had to then after that i got off oh, um wait i was told i had to then after i got a, a phone call from my dad saying after i did the psych test with this lady basically saying i had failed the test or whatever uh, whatever um i'm sorry Brittany. you have to listen to your doctors they are planning to send you to a small home in beverly hills to do a small rehab program that we're going to make up for you you're going to pay sixty thousand dollars a month for this I cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it. The control he had over someone as powerful as me as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter 100,000%. He loved it. I packed my bags and went to that place. I worked seven days a week, no days off, which in California, the only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking, making anyone work, work against their will, taking all their possessions away, credit card, cash, phone, passport card, and placing them in a home where they... They work with the people who live with them. They all, they all lived in the house with me, the nurses, the 24-7 security. Um, there, there was one chef that came there and cooked for me um, daily on the, during the weekdays. They watched me change every day, naked, morning, noon, and night. Um, 
my body. I had no privacy door for my um, for my room. I gave eight gals of blood a week. If I didn't do any of my meetings and work from ten, um, eight to six at night, which is 10 hours a day, seven days a week, no days off, I wouldn't be able to see my kids or my boyfriend. I never had a say in my schedule. They always told me I had to do this. And ma'am, I will tell you, sitting in a chair 10 hours a day, seven days a week, it ain't fun. And especially when you can't walk out the front door. And that's why I'm telling you this again two years later. After I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy, it's a lie. I thought I just maybe I said that enough. Maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth, okay? I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry, it's insane, and I'm depressed. I cry every day, and the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing, just hire with my money another person to keep and keep my dad on board. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing at me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. Their cool tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on joints and stage at the VMAs. Nothing is ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But my precious body, who's worked for my dad for the past fucking 13 years, trying to be so good and pretty, so perfect when he works for me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my father, ignorant father to take his own daughter, who only has a role with me if I work with him. They set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's given these people I've worked for way too much control. They also threatened me and said, if I don't go, then I have to go to court. And it will be more embarrassing me if the judge publicly makes you go the, the evidence we have, you have to go. I was advised for my image, I need to go ahead and just go and get it over with. They said that to me, I don't, I don't even drink alcohol. I, sh I should drink alcohol, considering what they put my heart through. Also, the Bridges facility they sent me to, none of the kids, the, 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 I, went, I was doing this program for four months. So the last um, two months, I went to a Bridges facility. None of the kids there did the, did the program. They never showed up for any of them. Um, you didn't have to do anything if you didn't want to. How come they always made me go? How come I was always threatened by my dad and anybody that participated in this conservatorship? If I don't do this, what they tell me to enslave me to do, they're gonna punish me. The last time I spoke to you by just keeping the conservatorship going and also keeping my dad in the loop made me feel like I was dead. Like I didn't matter. Like nothing had been done to, to me. Like you thought I was lying or something. I'm telling you again, because. I'm not lying. I want to feel heard. And I'm telling you this again, so maybe you can understand the depth and the degree and the damage that they did to me back then. I want changes and I want changes going forward. I deserve changes. I was told I have to sit down and be evaluated again if I want to end the conservatorship. Ma'am, I didn't know I could petition the conservatorship to end, okay. end, end it. I'm sorry for my ignorance. But wow. Yeah. So it's heavy. Couple things. Number one, I'd like to try lithium if it does if it makes you feel drunk. Yeah, she really sold that one. And number two, this is bug nuts crazy. I didn't know it was. This is like straight up slavery. Yeah, I didn't know it was this nuts. Yeah, bug nuts. Yeah, bug nuts. It's <laughs> it's a heavy thing. I think that's why you know there's such a a lot of people are passionate about learning about this. I mean, it's scary. It's mm -hmm. scary to think that somebody that, you know, I grew up, she was like a pop idol. Sure. Beautiful. Absolutely. Looked like you would just want her life. Star of the film Crossroads. 
Yeah. And yeah. it's scary to think that this can happen. Right. But there is a flip side to it. You know, I'm not one to just read a couple articles, even a hearing, like even just listening to somebody's statement mm -hmm. without having all the facts, I'm always like, sure. well, what do we don't know? Because right. that's just how right. I'm wired to think. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like she's doing well. But right. fascinating the way that she did start talking about lithium and and that. I, I particularly found that really interesting. Why? Because I, I know a lot about the medication and... I, I have never heard, um, as the medical professional as well, I've never heard or seen, and someone who's, I've been on it for mm -hmm. years at one point, it was very helpful for me, mm -hmm. um, that it could cause, I don't know if her words were impairment after five months. She had like a, a certain number of months, yeah. which I've never heard of that. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, she, she seemed to be pretty upset about getting monitored for 30 days. Mm -hmm. But that's actually kind of typical because mm -hmm. lithium can cause toxicity. And so when most people get put on lithium, they're put on it in a psych unit lockdown. And you're going to have that level of um, people watching you in a psych ward. And then after they're going to suggest, they often do, hey, don't drive a car unless you know that you can because... Anytime yeah. you, you take a heavy medication for like bipolar disorder, schizoaffective, schizophrenia, mm -hmm. you know, any of those, there's a chance that that medicine, you might have to take it at night instead of in the morning so you can drive a car. Yeah. And so that actually didn't seem too crazy to me. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, no, that's actually kind of responsible. Right. And it's like when I listen to Ben Shapiro talk about it, I mean, I wasn't really thrilled with his 10 minute rant, but one of the points that he made was, if people are found to have a mental illness, sometimes, I mean, how, how do you know if in that moment, is it they don't want to take the medication because I've been there. I don't want to yeah. take it because I don't want to be on meds. Sure. Or, or is it really that, you know, I'm not discounting that horrible things aren't happening in her life. It sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. But you have to think about things like that. And there's so much we don't know. And mm -hmm. that's why there's mm -hmm. all these articles and videos. And it's kind of like... Yeah, but records are sealed. Like, we don't right. know what other things are going right. on. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's read a uh, confession here. This is from, uh, who is this from? Jade yeah. from Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, I've always wanted to go to Scotland. Yeah. Why Scotland? Why not Ireland? I mean, I want to go there too. Scotland always just seemed like kind of the, you know, a, a, like an Ireland too to me. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? This poor yeah. person from Scotland. <laughs> You're from the not cool Ireland. Ireland just has <laughs> more of, more grit to it or something. Scotland's like if Disney built an Ireland <laughs> resort. Yeah, William oh Wallace, my God. dude. Braveheart. Yeah, that's true. William Wallace. Freedom. Kilts. <laughs> Sorry. Kilts. They got Shrek. Well, we just had Independence Day, so I felt like, you know. Right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Jane says... I remember I was about 13 slash 14. She came out with her first single. I wasn't really into that type of music, but over the years, and especially the 90s, and the type of media that reported on how horrific they treated women, it's not something I knew much about, but as it has come out, I've been so saddened, and I feel it is a true injustice. Her situation is super rare, but it also symbolizes for a lot of women why do not, who, who do not have the autonomy and she is so brave to stand up and talk. Her voice has given heard. Her voice has been heard, and I can only hope she is given the right of her own mind and body back. 
We also need to remember she has been scrutinized from childhood and every ounce of weight and mistake she has made was publicized. That would take its toll on anyone. Mm. That's mm-hmm. certainly true. Mm. I agree. I, like I mean, it's, you know, it's the, the, it seems like such a great life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like you were saying, behind the scenes, that's, that's a lot of pressure on you. For a teenager to be that responsible for that many people's finances. Yeah. I mean, when you become a commodity at any time in your life, I'm just Mm. talking about myself. I'm thinking like, it's not that I'm not, I, you know, I'm I'm not like a celebrity, obviously, but it's got to be after this episode. It's got, (laughs) it's got to be an amount of pressure and a feeling and a, like, I I can't imagine. And and you hear that from celebrities, like you hear adults talk about, the fame not being everything or mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. side of it and the paparazzi. Yeah. I can't imagine what that can do sure. at that age. And she was famous right as the internet was starting to become a thing like mm-hmm. AOL mm-hmm. and it, just the turn of what that would look like. We were asking ASL in chat rooms. Remember that? <laughs> question mark. I remember somebody getting mad because I wrote in all caps, this girl, she got mad at me because I like... <laughs> My font, my font was in all caps, and it made me mad for like a month. I'm still mad. In it what was context? so judgment, you know, on the instant messenger, on the, uh, the okay. IM, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> have you gotten revenge on her? No, but Let's I would if down. I ever texted her, it would be in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's got to be. I can't imagine what that would do mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, Jimmy, do you have any thoughts on this one? What? Um. Because I I will say this. Um, listening to her talk, um, I don't know her. I never met her, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I thought you were well acquainted with Britney yeah, Spears. Yeah, you're life. thinking of Mandy Moore. Dude. Oh right, right. Ah. Thinking of Mandy Moore, yeah. free Mandy, dude. Um, I I get the vibe just from listening to her talk that this is a person who definitely has some level of mental complications like it didn't Mm -hmm. strike me as somebody who was all the way there now whether or not she was mentally unfit to be responsible for her own finances is a different question right she doesn't seem that out of it to me i mean we're all crazy everybody i know is yeah yeah i mean like my uncle like schizophrenia kind of ran in my family my uncle is very like he's a very bright guy you Mm -hmm. know you talk to him and then he'll just you know halfway through a conversation he'll just start trying to explain to you why gravity isn't real <laughs> you know but Dude, it's why like, have we not had him on the podcast <laughs> uncle phil he would, be, he would be a doozy but but like but but he's not giving you like he's the kind of guy that like you'll have a full-on debate with him about it and you're sitting there like i know gravity's real but he's a really good debater <laughs> Wow, he should be a politician. He can convince you that Charisma. gravity isn't real. Charisma. Yeah. But all it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like he you knows have that it factor. He knows what you don't know. And so it's like, you know, a lot of like a lot of us will just walk around being like, the earth is round, gravity right. is real, blah, 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 blah. But like if somebody really asks us to prove it, we right. would be like, uh, well, I don't know. Everybody just everybody says I would just drop something on the floor. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. He was like, that's buoyancy or something. I was like, dude, what? But like, does I don't he believe know. the Earth is like flat and just rising all the time? <laughs> I <laughs> some people think like that's what gravity is. I feel like, like we're m- just on a constant. If you <laughs> ask, if you ask the average person, 
how they know for a fact the earth is round. They wouldn't say this verbatim, but I feel like the reason would be, well, everyone says it is. Yeah. And and if I say That's it's flat, I get photos. made fun of. Look, there's photos. certain things you cannot. Yeah. You can't expect people to fact check whether the earth is round or not or with gravity exists. You yeah. know what I mean? There are certain things that are just so endorsed by the scientific community that, and there's no real controversy with that you got to just be like, all right, I, I trust you. Scientific community endorsed the earth was uh, rev- uh, the sun revolved around the earth 600 years ago. That was wrong. I'm not flat earther. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just well, then maybe it wasn't wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, uh, I, the point of that whole thing was saying, like, there's a lot of things that we know that we just kind of just trust, well, trust that someone I, else is smart enough. I don't think that's enough. the same thing because the, the scientific method has been created since then. True. True. And you're correct in there's always, like, layers of science to go. Yeah. But they were just flat out wrong back then, you know? Like Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They although just, I always think about like, isn't it with relativity, couldn't we say just everything revolves around the earth? I I guess in theory. Maybe. Yeah. Like mm. couldn't we just say the the earth stands still and everything else moves? My my point my point about uh what I was getting at with my Good. uncle and things like that is like and, and especially with my grandmother as well with dementia, it's like when you talk to her in the moment. She's totally with you. The difference is, is that two minutes later, she doesn't remember that she just had that conversation with right, you. Right. And you might have it again. Mm-hmm. But she's totally capable of using logic and, and, and all those things. So like, when you listen to somebody speak, I don't doubt for a second that Britney Spears is capable of stringing together a testimony that is believable and factual. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, uh, you know, from a perspective that may be skewed due to her mental uh, help. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, that, and the truth is, as mentally ill people, we can be manipulative mm-hmm, at times. Mm-hmm. Isn't know? that the whole mean? I mean, like you watch a movie like Shutter Island, and where the guy is like sitting. You know, what I mean, like we're, we're not doing that for Britney. If that's I'm not. Look, about. I'm just giving examples. <laughs> Stage the whole thing. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that like it's possible, especially again. We don't know what what she's been diagnosed with or what they're saying she has. But like in the realm of let's say schizophrenia, it's like there is a lot of paranoid aspect to that where things could be happening to you and you're perceiving them in a different way than what yeah. they're going. Like right. my yeah. father is out to get me. He's happy that I'm miserable. He's he laughed on the phone that I uh, like when I was listening to that I was like, dude, I, I could see yeah, this I being actually, not my, right. My friend that I was telling you about before, Ashley, that yeah. was kind of the same thing with her. Well, like. She and I believed her. I thought, yeah. you know, because I didn't realize she was mentally ill like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so bipolar disorder. There's a couple different kinds, mm-hmm. and it is also just like Jimmy was saying about schizophrenia. Paranoia is a hallmark of bipolar disorder. You can get to that paranoid right, level. Right, yeah. So we know that she has it. She confirmed. I mean, lithium is pretty much only used for bipolar disorder. Okay. Unlike antipsychotics, antidepressants, etc., right. that can be used for different right. kinds. Lithium is a mood stabilizer. It's the oldest, most effective one, and you so, can swim in it sometimes, right? Yeah, aren't there like literal ponds full of lithium? Yeah, and that, apparently, I had a psychiatrist explain that it was a village that had high amounts of lithium in the water, and the people were more yeah. stable than other people. Yeah, and, and that's people how like think they found that they're like, yeah. like holy holy lakes and shit. Right, that you swim no, in. there's I one in West take Virginia, lithium, dude. What so, the hell? dude, no, so, we should totally go to the thing in West Virginia and, and swim. It, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I want to go. Actually, I can't because of my, thi- my thyroid now. But, um, but, but so, in, and I want to comment too. So she was in front of a judge. She was at a hearing. Anytime somebody who is not 
um, in and out of a courtroom, mm. okay? Attorney, a judge, court reporter, paralegal. Okay? Bailiff? Right, we no. could go down the list. Um, <laughs> it's nerve wracking. Mm. I mean, I remember going, and I have worked in and out of the law for a long time. I remember going to my hearing for my divorce, which was extremely traumatic, uh -huh. and being nervous, and right. looking at my attorney, and I'm like, why am I shaking? Mm -hmm. I was nervous. Yeah, and it I is a weird environment. It's like and I wasn't under any real pressure except to tell the judge what was going on, mm -hmm. and I wanted this divorce done. I can't even imagine the pressure that she would be feeling for for this. Mm -hmm. So in listening to her, yeah, she sounds like she's a little off, but also how much of that is just it's freaking nerve-wracking. Yeah, for sure. For 23 sure. minutes of a state. I mean, that's yeah, like Absolutely. I don't I know some attorneys that probably couldn't pull that off. Right, that would be like right. I don't got nothing the, else to say, judge, yeah. you know. She had the courage of her convictions, you know. You yeah. go in there and you just you just, you know, I, I doubt half of that was written. I don't doubt I wouldn't be surprised when you're living that every day and you believe wholeheartedly what you're saying. And I I don't doubt for a second that she believes wholeheartedly what she's saying. You could hear it in her voice that she wasn't making stuff up. Um, that like, yeah, somebody just says, all right, tell us what's up. And she's like, I'll tell you what's going on. You know? Absolutely. Like, I don't, you're, I, you're going over it in your yeah. head already yeah. repeatedly. So like, I mean, that's, I guess I'm not questioning uh, whether or not she is being uh, forthcoming in what she's experiencing. But I do, mm -hmm. based off of what we're aware of, I do, uh, I am skeptical of perhaps there is a level of, of her, of, of these people, maybe not all out to get her where she thinks they may be. Right. But, and yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I also don't have a problem believing that they are absolutely using. I think what we were talking about earlier with the celebrity effect of having this, you know, you know, where you take this girl from the time she's a teenager yeah, and, and it's a like weird world. To live yeah. In. Mm -hmm. Like she was definitely like there is a, a level of, of like making your daughter a commodity, making mm -hmm. your daughter, using your daughter as a sex symbol, you know, mm -hmm. dancing around in a schoolgirl outfit, 16 years old, talking yeah. about like, oops, I did it. Like all that stuff. Like there was clearly what they were doing. So like I, you know. I don't doubt that there is an element of that too, mm -hmm. but also when it gets to the point where now they've found a way to like convince the state of California that she's incapable of being in charge of her own money. And now they've, it's like, I don't know. It's just to a level now where it's like beyond any like other child stars that I can think of, you know, like, I don't know. Has mm -hmm. this happened with, did this happen with any, does this happen with Justin Timberlake? Like, I, I've never heard of this happening in the celebrity world at all, really. Yeah, it, it's and the other thing to think about too is in order for this to have had happened, for the courts to grant this and mm -hmm. for her to be in a position where it is so difficult to reverse, mm -hmm. the burden of proof on why she would be a candidate for it, I mean, that's my question. What do the courts know? What evidence was presented that she really shouldn't be not only not in charge of her money, but her birth control, mm -hmm. getting married again? I mean, apparently she's not allowed to get in the car with her boyfriend while he's driving alone. I mean, I think to myself a couple of things, but the biggest one is what happened? What do we not know? Mm -hmm. Did she do? I mean, we know that she was suicidal. Right. And we know that 
there's a hold that California did with her. I know in Maryland, it's like a 72-hour hold. That's common. If you're suicidal, the state sure. is going to step in and say that you're a danger to yourself. Mm -hmm. But the permanence of this, it's wild. I mean, because it, it shows me, okay, our nation is set up to where this can happen to an adult. Right. And that's a little scary to think about. Absolutely. But what did she do to make the courts go, yeah, you're done. You can't mm -hmm, do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I want to know. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it, and here is part of the theory that they're actually kind of keeping her crazy. Like, I, it doesn't sound like her mental illness is all that severe, you know? Everybody I know has, like, a mental illness, and we're treating it, you know? Like, is it possible that they're they're intentionally keeping her not right so that she's subservient? Well, I mean, that's a really good question. And I think about the different levels of, you know, mental illness. There's a lot of people. I'm very, very open about having bipolar disorder mm -hmm. and being in recovery. That's my choice. I yeah. want to do that because I needed to hear other people live sure. functioning lives that had mental illness. Because it was a shock. I grew up in a home where we didn't talk about it, right, right. where it was like, you know, Uncle Dale who's off doing crazy stuff. Doesn't believe crazy gravity person. exists. Right. <laughs> you know, so like to me, I didn't know, okay, I can have bipolar disorder and I can go to college and I take my medicine and yeah. I can live a functioning right, life. Right, right, right. But there are levels of, I mean, and, I, and I've seen this because I've been in a psych hospital before. I've worked in the treatment field as a medical professional and seen, yeah, it's scary to think about, but are there people, and I'm not saying this is her because I do have doubts that she's as, crazy as we're making her out to seem you know mm -hmm. i i understand mm -hmm. this just something seems off about it yeah. but playing devil's advocate i do think okay there are different levels there's people that have bipolar Absolutely. disorder the and then there's people spectrum. that are in state hospitals Absolutely. for the rest of their Absolutely. lives and so these laws i think about alzheimer's i think mm -hmm. about dementia um when people in my immediate family get to the point where they don't know what year it is, right. family steps in. I kind of have to think about what year it is pretty often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that's a really bad yeah. example. I'm like three but days away from I... taking your power of attorney from me, Mike. <laughs> but like, you know, so yeah, again, and the other thing that I thought was odd is she was saying that like, why would the court let my ignorant father be in charge? Well, it would be very rare that the court wouldn't mm -hmm. put mm -hmm. uh very right. the next to Ken right. in charge of that. Yeah. I mean, that would be even more bizarre. Yeah. That happens all the time. You see in estate planning work where the father is older, has Alzheimer's, and the son or the daughter, somebody yeah, steps yeah. in. You know who they should have put in charge of it? Uh, that Lou Perlman fella. Yeah, yeah. He would have done good with it. You remember him? No. He like... he. He's, his, the manager his kids like were all in sync in Backstreet Boys. Oh, really? He bred them in a lab. Yeah, his own sperm. Chemical X. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. No, he he was like he was responsible <laughs> for all the boy groups. Yeah, he was time. a manager for all them. That was a crazy thing. That to the boy band. Yeah, that, that guy was weird too. Yeah. yeah, but he knew how to make a buck. He really did. <laughs> People really <laughs> bought it. I I had posters of NSYNC all over my bedroom. Well, I love the BSBs, baby. Did you? Yeah, I love that. Was like my first album. I was like how six. How old were you? Okay. Six. When the Backstreet Boys came out with their first album, I was like, yes. Well, New Kids on the I want it that way. <laughs> oh, it's such a good song. I, re I remember like this old guy at Burger King weirdly asking me about the Backstreet Boys when I was like 19 <laughs> because there was like a promotion for the Backstreet Boys at Burger King. And, and he, he couldn't grasp that like a, a person my age, like a, a 
19 year old boy like that, yeah. that's not what i'm you know like to him like all pop culture is for every young person yeah 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 <laughs> Absolutely. i love pop culture all right let's go to uh felicia and illinois hard to not say that i love the saying the yeah. <laughs> one of life's simple pleasures <laughs> come on <laughs> illinois how is that not their song I think it's a really good, albeit extreme, example of how our society values women and the fact that people can look at it and say, well, I'm sure there's more to it. None of my biz is a Mm. huge... Well, she didn't say biz. I made that part up. Okay. Is a huge problem. It's the same attitude we use with all victims of abuse and it's dangerous. I think the fact that a woman with so much money and such a social standing was able to be put in this position is terrifying. It's a modern day. She suffers from hysteria. Mm. Hell... Bill Cosby is a rapist, and he is now more free than Britney. Mm. Britney isn't the only celebrity. Look at all the male stars who have issues and are straight up dangerous and problematic with mental illness or who has had issues, but she is the one in the situation. Now, she definitely has a point there that male wackiness Mm -hmm. is kind of glorified, you know? Mm Like, you know, Charlie Sheen and, uh, you know, countless rock stars. And if they act nuts, we all love it. Yeah, Yeah, but also, like, when they're a danger to themselves, isn't that a worse thing? Like, Charlie Sheen. Nobody really intervenes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, goes nuts and then gambles all his money away. It's like, well, he probably probably would have been a good thing if somebody stepped in and said, hey, Charlie, how about you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying is like. So it's almost. Wouldn't it be a better thing that if if someone is found to be mentally unfit for, you know, to take care of their own finances, the same way that like with my grandmother with dementia, my father took over power of attorney because she would just she doesn't even know if she has a car or not. She might mm-hmm. sell the house. Like I, that actually, the woman that lives in that house right there, um, that it lives in the property here is renting. She has dementia. She locked herself out of the house. Was sitting here talking to me for like an hour before Miss Moon got home. Mm. And she's talking about how her father had dementia too, and uh, some guy tricked him into into signing away his life savings. To Dude, him. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with Mr. Sullivan. Yeah, like after he died, I well, number one, he was definitely being ripped off by junkies in the in the neighborhood like all the time with his with his his you know money that he got every month. Mm-hmm. But then when he when he died, I figured out that uh, like he he was supposed to have money from his uh, reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like somebody had taken eighty grand out of it. Yeah, like all of it. Yeah, and that happens to you know pr- we talk particularly with old people, but that's also you know. Old people per capita are going to have issues with their mental cognitive, sure, whatever, sure. more than, let's say, a person our age, even though whatever. So, like, in a way, I would say, yeah, it's probably a good thing that her family, if it is the case that she is unfit, and this is the, like what you were talking about before, the fact that there are so many other things besides just the money aspect, like mm-hmm. the birth control thing, the suicide watch, and things like that, and mm-hmm. the fact that, like, I'd be interested to see what her father's statement is. I'd be interested to see what Jamie Lynn Spears' statement is. Like mm-hmm. the younger sister, like has or have these other people in the family, or or are they all in on it? Because that's the question. It's like uh, uh, the the more people it takes for a conspiracy to line up, sure. the less likely I am to believe it. It's like oh okay, yeah, that's yeah. It's if like three now people you're are dead, then you can tell us. Now we're saying, saying the father's you're... in on it, the management company's mm-hmm. in on it, the family's in on it, the state of California. The men in black in on... have stopped by several times. Yeah, it's like it just gets to the point where it's like 
how many pieces of this puzzle have right. to fit in but, perfectly but for this thing. to be fake? I don't know if that would be a straight up conspiracy, though. I think it's like possible that people around you partially unknowingly kind of because they have this like hidden desire to be making as much money as possible from her kind of contort their the, the way they treat her to not in her best interest. You know what I think is a really interesting way to look at it is what if, okay, so if you have a mental illness or addiction issue at some point during the relapse of the illness, Mm -hmm. you could be deemed unfit and need to be somewhere for a temporary amount of time, get on medicine. Mm -hmm. But the courts, and, and it's almost like the courts are saying, but you can't get better. Once we found, let's hypothetically say, let's hypothetically say, you know, that Britney had a really bad episode and needed some help. Yeah, yeah. What, the court is going to say that this illness, unlike all the other diseases out there, you can't get better? Mm -hmm. That's my question. That's what I would like to see argued, that, oh, you know, okay, so you put her on lithium. Well, if lithium is statistically the most effective treatment for bipolar disorder... And most people, including people like Dr. Jameson at Hopkins, who has bipolar disorder, has written books about lithium, Mm -hmm. is a professor at Hopkins, living her best life. I'm just using her as an example. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. The the courts aren't set up to recognize that you can get better. And I'm not even saying that's what happened, but that's what scares me about it. Right. And there have been other cases, not with celebrities, but, you know, other cases. You know, my father's an estate planning attorney. He's taken on cases where he's seen people that, had a mental illness and then family abused that. And then he had to go to court and go to bat and get people's rights back. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's scary that it happens, Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking what no judge, no, no court is going to say, well, maybe she just got better. Right. That freaks me out. But that, you know, that's again, that's a whole nother topic on know who you vote for locally with judges and stuff like that. <laughs> it's a whole other topic for me. But it's, you know, local voting important people. I'm going with Judy every time. Yeah. yeah. Judge. Yeah, yeah. That is a good point. That is a good point. You have to wonder, you know, do they account for the ability to to get better? Yeah. And mental illness, it seems that the stigma, it seems that addiction and mental illness is looked at as different in everything especially Mm -hmm. in a prognosis it looks like oh well if you have a mental illness and you're always crazy you can never be trusted you can't that's not true it's Mm -hmm. just like anything else if you find the right treatment plan you can just like people with other diseases and so i think that is probably another reason why i took a particular interest in this i think a lot of people are getting upset because they're like no this isn't okay right we it's and i do agree that women Especially if we want to talk about the birth control thing. I mean, that just, she can't. So they force her to take contraceptives. Well, they they tell her she's actually not allowed to remove her IUD. (sighs) And she has to keep it or something like that. So she's not, yeah, which is an, on another note, is one of the most extreme ways to prevent pregnancy, but also has been recently known to cause all kinds of other issues. And there's all kinds of commercials now about like, have you taken this? And now you had to have surgery. I mean, so it's like, wow, like it's not even like they're giving her like, 
wow. <laughs> the safest right. way. <laughs> They're right. like, no. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what did I, I'm curious, like, what did they talk about surgery at one point? I mean, it sounds crazy. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. It sounds crazy. It really does. Yeah, this is funny because it was like, uh, I, I remember hearing about this here and there because I, I love all the skepticism stuff and the conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah. And I, I remember this like kind of being listed as a conspiracy theory, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, it turns out to be at least somewhat true, if not completely. I mean. Well, what's not a theory is that our nation and the state of California has has laws set up to have this happen. Right. And so maybe that's a whole nother conversation is, you know, how do we keep laws and keep procedures in place that can protect vulnerable people? But at some right. point it, it's abusing and hurting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's that gray area. Yeah. It seems like there's always going to be gray area there and it's never going to be perfect. You know no, what I mean? No, but, uh, I don't know. In this situation, it really kind of sounds like she's, uh, yeah, the the IED thing is crazy to me. It, I can I'm totally yeah. I can totally understand like, or maybe I don't know. That's a tough one because it's like if she, if they declare her mentally like unsafe for herself, then I could see why they're like, well, you shouldn't be having a kid then if we can't even trust you to take like. But then at the same time, it's like to force her to take some type of like to have some type of apparatus in her. That's but she like, can do a Vegas show every night too. <laughs> like that's. Yeah, that's, wouldn't that be the first thing that you cut from the like? All right, let's let's put the show on exactly. Hold, you know, and like that, it just seems like they're leaning towards the money so much because yeah. most people that are disabled in a mental capacity or that are uh, most people that are not celebrities that would have this happen. I, I I I would find it rare that they're being told to work seven days a week. Right? Yeah. It's normally exactly. like you can't work. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I agree that mm -hmm. there's something fishy about this. I do not like what Ben Shapiro went off on when he was like ripping the New York Times apart because people were discussing decoding her messages on Instagram. Like, if it wasn't wait, wait. for that, if it wasn't for that, people might not have known what was going on with her. Wait, you're saying that that she like left coded messages in her Instagram post? Well, like, Ben was calling it that. It was like like Da Vinci Code. It style? was kind of what I mentioned like Similar. earlier about like Brittany. If you need help, wear a yellow shirt, right. and she put the like that's actually meaningful stuff. Like sure. I think it's actually shows. Okay, people took the time. They saw something was off. Mm -hmm. It gives me hope in society. Like oh, collectively we can see that something's not right. And does this person need help? And he was just going off about how like it doesn't matter. Like mm. none of this matters. Like my uncle had schizoaffective disorder and he wasn't fit most of the time. So this like is everybody's like a waste uncle, of time. Except for yeah, everybody's got a crazy uncle. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. I will say that the the stuff like the the yellow shirt thing kind of fit in the category, at least for me, of like eh. Like, I find the, her testimony much more compelling, and, and I find, like, the stuff we've talked about so far in this episode much more compelling mm -hmm. than the kind of, like, like you were saying, like, Da Vinci Code-esque, like, if you need help, blink twice in this video at, at timestamp 223, and it's like, that's when you get down that kind of rabbit hole where it's like, I don't know, like, she needs help. Why didn't people just say, say you need help? And it's like, if people are monitoring her to that degree, you don't think they're also seeing the Instagram comments and going, oh, they're expecting a yellow shirt for help. So we know what you're doing. It's like that kind of stuff. I was like, I feel like that's when like the fan fiction kind of sure. gets involved where like people that have no idea what's going on kind of go in and go like, well, you know, in this video, she did this. And it's like, 
that stuff almost doesn't quite hit home as much for me mm-hmm. as the stuff what you're talking about with the IUD and stuff. That's like, if you look at the, the problem with this stuff is with the HIPAA thing we were talking about earlier, we have no access to, we have like access to like 10% of the story, maybe even less. Like there's so many things that were probably kept under wraps just for publicity purposes, like things that happen, episodes that occurred, like different things that like they never let out to the public because, mm-hmm. of, you know, to tarnish her image or whatever. And uh, just the fact that there doesn't seem to be anyone in her circle um, that that you would think there would at least be one person, a friend, a Mm -hmm. family member that comes out and says, look, I'm close with Brittany and I can tell you that she is completely mentally fit. And this is this is a a scandal that a conspiracy Mm -hmm. that everybody is conspiring together to take her money from her. You would imagine that somebody would come out. And and the fact that it hasn't makes me think that you're correct, or that there, or that there, that there is something going on. But also, what you were saying before about like, have they allowed for an opportunity for improvement? Have they allowed for her to get better so yeah. that she can eventually regain, you know, her own sovereignty? That's what I'm interested in hearing. The idea that that this whole thing that she's completely stable and that just everyone in her life has conspired together to take her money from her. That one seems just a little bit of a reach for me. I would say. I agree. Definitely. I agree. Definitely. But I do think on a subconscious level that can kind of happen. Like I said before. Like yeah. it's where Like how you can kind of do stuff and justify it. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not even thinking consciously about it, you know what I mean? But they're mm-hmm. selfishly kind of putting the money ahead of her well being without even thinking about it. But too what's much. the state of California's incentive unless they're being paid off to, unless doctors are being paid off to falsify uh, mental health diagnoses. And Her dad like agreed to uh, cement the fault line. Oh, so. <laughs> there you go, dude. There you go. One less tectonic plate to worry exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> okay. A terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yours or mine? <laughs> oh man, someone needs to. Did <laughs> it? <laughs> I need my humor in a conservative ship. <laughs> All right, this one is from uh, Sarah Tyndall. Seattle, Washington. You ever been to Seattle, Ashley? No, but it is. I have a fan. I have an uncle, actually. Oh yeah, who lives out um, near Seattle, and I. It's on my list of places to go. I would love to go. I have some some people up there, like a god sister. Okay. That sounds cool. That'd be fun. Maybe we should go. Yeah, absolutely. I think simply because she has some form of mental illness or had a more serious triggered episode years ago is not a reason to have a conservatorship. If she's able to reform and earn everyone money, then she should have rights over her estate and body. Body all caps. Like, there are many, many, many people who have terrible addictions or suicide attempts, and we let them heal and move forward, in, they let them move on in a forward direction. Even still, I believe she has a right to construct or deconstruct her life and estate as she pleases. Free bit Brittany 2021. I want to know what happened to Coney. Yeah. Uh, apparently that whole Coney thing was over with before we even found out about it. Like they like made a documentary about like, well, we got to do something with this. Yeah. He like, he had already been like pretty much stopped and then they put out that video. And I think that was the first experiment in, uh, rabble rousing the public to care about something they actually don't care about. Mm. Like that was the first time I saw like somebody, like they made this like cause Mm -hmm. that everybody for a week cared about while it was viral and, and you know, relevant to care about it. And now people don't even remember it happened. Yep. And I think ever since then, they were like, oh, we can do this for everything. We can make people care about anything we want, as long as we make a nice enough video about it. <laughs> well, make it trend get on to Twitter. work for this 
podcast. Yeah, I know. We need a fucking something. Stop Mike Moran. (laughs) (laughs) Please. I like what Sarah said, and I agree. And I think, I think, yeah, I think the interesting thing is that kind of what I was saying earlier is that for the state of California to have made this judgment, it had to, by law, there has to be more than what we know. Mm -hmm. I don't believe unless, you know, and, you know, God forbid anyone think that the courts can be corrupt, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't, it would have to be extreme. And so there's stuff we don't know. I do not believe, I just don't, that the things that we know are the only things that happened. And then, you know, her rights for her body, her, you know, reproductive rights, Mm. ability to get married down to where she stays and 24 hour surveillance Mm -hmm. all the way up to the financial um, decisions is just based off of the things that we know. Um, And I think it's hard when we read articles and we see the news and we like hear a couple things and we're like, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. And although I did, I did not like what Ben Shapiro was trying to say. He had a point when, when he was saying, Hey, like we really just don't have enough information, but it, 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 and then it goes down the rabbit hole of like, okay, well, what are these laws about and should we have them or should Mm -hmm. we have, you know, something different because this is, it's a scary thing. I mean, we don't hear about this often. It's true. And I wonder how bad did it get? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it didn't. And mm-hmm. maybe there's people getting paid off. I don't know. It's just a weird contradiction that it's like, okay, she's well enough to, you know, like she's fine. Look, everybody, she's fine. But then at the same time, she's not fine enough for us to leave her alone and let her do her own thing. Yeah. The fact that she's the, the Vegas shows and the fact that like I don't I don't think that people who are mentally unstable shouldn't be allowed to work. But also the fact that like if she's being forced to work and people are like forcing her to work to earn them money because she's right. not even allowed to have control right. of her money. That that is another po- I would say that's a point in the other column, which is like, yeah, why, you know, why is she having to do all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, yeah, it's tough. Now, what if her dad's just a straight-up sociopath? And like it's this, possible. This whole time, like, he's just had his daughter to make money. You know what I mean? Because she's made plenty of it. And sociopaths are pretty good in those type of positions. I'd be interested to know who who's in charge of picking the doctors that are giving her the evaluation. Like, in the clip that we played earlier, she's like, it took forever. Well, you know, psych evaluations do take a long time. Mm-hmm. And she said she failed it. I don't it's not like she took a lie detector test. Right. I mean, maybe failed to her is confirmed that she has a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think of these things, I think, well, who's picking, is it the courts? Is it her father? Is it somebody else? Cause apparently there's somebody else now that is in charge of her medical decisions and it's not her dad since yeah. 2018. Who, what's going on with that? We have no idea who it is. I'm sure we could find out. I just don't know. Right, check, I could check it out. Let me see if I can look it up. You know who I think might be behind it? Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Always a culprit. Very rarely a suspect, though. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah. Swamp Thing gets away with a lot of things really these days. Does. It's unfortunate. It is. It is. Um, well, do you have any other thoughts on this, Jimmy? Uh, I, I, I got to say, I, I started this episode... Uh, uh, m- more. I, 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 I am more... Willing to believe that there is a conspiracy now than I was an hour ago. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, How uh, do you feel about gravity? 
Uh, yeah, I'm still on the fence about gravity, which, if gravity didn't exist, wouldn't matter. Because I wouldn't fall off the fence yeah. anyway. Well, wouldn't it be whatever is... Let's say gravity, as we know it, doesn't exist. There's still something that's sucking stuff to the Earth. Wouldn't that be like the equivalent of gravity? You know, it's it's weird. Uh, I guess in the... I didn't think... It just kind of cognitively makes sense that like down everything goes down you know <laughs> and and i think like that's why we made it like not the price hundred, of milk <laughs> that's why i made it a hundred thousand years before somebody was like yo you think there's a reason why stuff goes down right because yeah. i feel like right before that was like dude yeah obviously yeah that's like just your well, world walk on the going, sky yeah yeah you just you're just down just what we do you feel how heavy i am and then somebody's like, yeah but why are you, you don't heavy? like it move to another dimension yeah dude <laughs> You got a problem with gravity, bro? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's certain things that are just so inherent to our existence that we don't even bother questioning. It's like that old parable. Uh, two fish are swimming by the ocean, and an older fish walk, swims by, and he goes, hey, guys, how's the water today? And the two other fish go, what the hell is water? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how'd that other fish know about it? He's older. He's more wise. I've heard a variation of that where it's like a fish goes to land, mm. somehow survives, mm. returns to the water. Oh, You're thinking gosh. a swamp thing again, Mike. And this <laughs> oh, where, my God. And, uh, and then uh, and then the, uh, they attack a boat. They eat a guy. There's a shark cage. No. The Kraken. Okay. <laughs> No, they um, and then he goes back into the water and he's like telling them about land and they're like, well, how do you how do you swim there? What's what's the water like? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the uh, the salt count? Yeah, how yeah, much yeah. seaweed are we talking? Where do I find a nice shell? And he goes, no, it's land. And they're like, yeah. what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, which is you know, pearls I think of it, wisdom. I think it sums up oh, the free Britney movement perfectly. It really does. <laughs> Ashley, what did you discover in your... So I probably should have started my summary off with these facts, but, you know, you know sometimes you got to go full circle. So I don't know how to pronounce this, but Bessemer Trust Company's request to end their co-conservatorship of Britney's estate leaves the singer's father, Jamie, 68, as the sole conservator. Jody Montgomery has been the temporary conservator of Britney's person since 2019, a role previously held by Jamie. Well, number one, why do they have to put his age? What does that have to do with anything? I don't know, but they do that a lot. I know. You notice I know, that? Yeah. It's like so and so, twenty-seven. Right. So and so, ninety-nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the second thing is, I, I don't like it when people say like my person. Yeah. It, well, you have it on your person. I always think like, oh, you want a slave? Yeah. The, the more yeah, it's not a very tasteful. Right. It's kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it on my person. <laughs> kind of cringy. <laughs> the more technical. My person is me. Yeah. The more technical people word something, the more I think they're lying or bullshitting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when people use like fancy words, I'm like, you're just trying to mix me up, dude. Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody says on my emotion. Person, emotion. Yeah. It's just like I don't the. know. But also, when you're talking about legal cases, I guess you have to use those words. The, yeah. Yeah. Law, man. The wheels of change in the legal system hardly spin. I mean, they're using words that nobody uses anymore. I know. How does How does anybody... I remember I had a girlfriend who was in law school, and I would read her her yeah. law books. And I, at one time, I just started making stuff up, literally, <laughs> and she didn't notice. <laughs> 
I was just like using big words and it's all Latin too. Right, right. Yeah. Hey, let's not discount the Greeks here. What do they do? We, we gave Latin yeah. comes from Greek. Well, look it up. You couldn't even keep your uh, society going. You, oh my you know how good Greek society was. It was good. There's a one of my favorite memes of all time is uh, it's a graph that just goes like this, and it says uh, time. Greeks value to humanity. <laughs> it's just a downward plummeting graph. Well, they didn't oh do God. they didn't do squat during Greek the whole Paleolithic, me. huh? They didn't do squat during the whole Paleolithic era. Yeah, but I mean, they did. Just I mean, no, as much no one was there. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I mean, we were we really had stuff going on back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I know. What's uh, besides the yogurt and three hundred? What is what is Greece giving us? Oh my gosh, John Stamos. <laughs> John Stamos is a good point. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, it's beautiful there, it. Jennifer it? Aniston. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, oh, I didn't know secret, she's Greek. Yeah, her real last name is Anastakis. It's true. Really, there's a lot of secret Greeks you wouldn't know. Really, a lot of uh, Greeks when they came over. Why changed. is there a stigma against being Greek? Yeah, um, I don't know. My grandfather changed his name when he came here because hmm. Greeks, you know, we're like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I trust Greek people. You don't want yeah. to be Greek dude. Those sneaky Greeks. Sneak. <laughs> They'll get yep. you every time. That's what they call them. Never trust all those. Like, what Greek, Greek stereotypes are there? I don't know, but I want to know how I should properly pronounce. Is it a gyro? It's gyro. Gyro. Okay, Yiro. they're good, but I never know but, how to say it right. You see, Greeks to me are like Italians, <laughs> but less mafia-ish. That's yeah. why. Yeah, I, like I agree. Greeks are the closest you can get to the Middle East before you're leaving Europe. Really? And so, yeah, it's the it's like very like there's actually another meme where it's like <laughs> Greeks hate the Turks, right? And the Turks hate the Greeks. And uh, there's like just two like fat mustached brown men looking at each other, and they're just both looking like fucking subhuman oh scum. My God. And one's wearing a Greek flag shirt, and the other one's wearing a Turkish flag. Oh and it's my just God. like they're both just fucking <laughs> hairy. <laughs> <laughs> Smelly men, yeah, yeah. and uh, always different, like level, like relativities for hate. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you, you, you hate, you know, if somebody over here might hate Asian people, and over there, like this, this Asian group hates that Asian. Mm -hmm. It's almost know? as long as you keep it in the family, it's okay. Like Koreans hating Chinese people, totally fine because they all like you know, but like and Greeks, <laughs> me hating Canadians, yeah. You're Swedes. allowed to, you're allowed to hate people that kind of look like you. Like that's right, why we can right. shit on the Russians all the time. We're like, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah. You look oh like God. us, right. but worse. Yeah. Crazy. You know? Hey now, hey now. But, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I just think of is... Greeks as Middle Eastern Italians. That's how I look at it. Okay. I like Slightly that. more Middle Eastern Italians. They're very good looking people. Mm -hmm. Some. Some. Yeah. There's not really an average looking Greek. We're either like really handsome or really, really gross. That's what I found. Really? That's the way it yeah. should be. Yeah. I don't, no I don't like it. going on. <laughs> You don't want middle of the road attractiveness. Like, you don't want an average looking. What's wrong with that? Sink or, sink or swim. We're you know? a country of extremes. Don't mix business. Extreme prosperity, extreme yeah. uh, debt, and the band Extreme. I think is from there. From judging Greece, by their yeah. looks. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh man. Any any last thoughts you wanna you wanna leave us with on this this topic, Ashley? I think it's just. Um, for me, it's going to just fuel me to learn more about this as a whole as far as the law goes because 
I don't like it. And this has happened a few times. I don't like it when something like this happens and I'm like, man, I don't know enough about that. And I probably should. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hope that this will help break the stigma with mental illness. That's my hope. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it like, like some people are like, "Who cares about this celebrity?" But it's like they're it, humans. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, humans are like kind of fascinated with celebrity gossip and life mm-hmm. and stuff. And a lot of times that can be kind of empty. But other times there can be like real change. You know, like uh, with, with that platform, you can get things across to people mm-hmm. via a famous person. So not me. <laughs> Mike, you're the best. <laughs> Ashley Rutledge, thank you so much for oh, coming on the show. Yeah, I love I love being on the show. Thanks for having me, awesome. guys. We will do this many more is, with hope, you in the future. Yeah. Jimmy, thanks for uh, you know. Yeah. Thanks. Producing. Producing. Yeah. Producing. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Thank That's you. the word. I was trying to say it in the Greek way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, would yeah. be uh, Produceopolis. <laughs> Produceopolis. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, All right, guys. Yes. We'll see you next time okay. on The Confessional. <laughs>